Hey, I'm Carly. And I'm Sadie. Welcome Welcome to to our mom club. We love a good juicy story time with each other. And now we're bringing you into the club. So grab your favorite after the kids are in bed snack. And your caffeinated beverage of choice. I've got my water. (laughs) Because we know I'm not going to make it through this without my Dr. Pepper. And start your commute from the crib to that pile of laundry you've got and start folding. Because we're starting a new episode of the The Crib Crib Commute Commute Podcast. podcast. This is the Crib Commute Podcast and I'm one of your hosts, Sadie. I'm Carly. Um, so usually we talk about leaving a rating and review at the end of the episode, but today I kind of wanted to like talk about it a little bit at the start because I was That's thinking about idea. like our influencer Q&A episode and how so many people were interested in that topic. Yeah. Um, by the way, the follow-up episodes will be coming out after our summers of stories, yeah. so just stay tuned for those. But one of the things that I feel like influencers talk about all the time is the algorithm of, like, certain platforms, yeah. aka Instagram. <laughs> um, but, like, the nerd in me loves talking about algorithms. They're so like, interesting. It's so interesting. And, like, honestly, when you, like, start looking into it, you're like, oh, the algorithm is just, like, how that platform works. Yeah. And, like, so, basically, what I wanted to talk about is how the algorithm of the podcasting world platform thing worked. So basically every algorithm has like signals or triggers that like tells the algorithm, its algorithm, what is important and like what should be boosted and like shown to like new people. Yeah. So for the podcast platforms, a few of the main triggers that are counted as like quote unquote high importance are like ratings, reviews, and like shares from the platform so like if you share the link from the platform that's like really important and like is like oh this was a really liked episode or like really liked podcast we're gonna boost this so the other podcast listeners can find it so when you as a listener rate or review or like share the podcast link it helps boost our podcast in the algorithm of like whatever platform you're listening to whether that's spotify or apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, whatever yeah like wherever but like our goal for the podcast was to create a place where moms could just, like, unwind a bit, be entertained, and, like, feel like you're part of a mom group. I think especially when you can't physically be with your friends. Yeah. And that's yeah. what's, like, so nice about this is we can just have you in our group and, like, listening to moms chatting, and you don't feel so alone when you are alone. If that, like, yeah. makes sense. Yeah, well, and I was thinking about it, too, because I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, I like listening to the, t- the topics that are, like, specifically about motherhood or, like, that. And, like, while I love talking about that, like, I love talking about, like, postpartum and all that stuff. Like, yeah. I also love sitting down with my friends yeah. and talking about bad breakups. Or, yeah. like, oh, things absolutely. that went wrong on your wedding day. Or, yeah. like, the cheaters in, the, in our yeah. lives. Like, and I'm like... The, I feel like as moms, sometimes we get so stuck in being just a mom that yeah. we forget that we're like a multifaceted human and like Absolutely. a multi-passionate human. Yeah. And we're like, well, I can only talk about motherhood because that's what's going on in my life. Yeah. When it's not, and it what, doesn't need to it be. It doesn't need to be. Yeah. And like, I feel like when we say like, oh, I'm a mom or like, I think about when I was infertile, that became my life. Yeah. And I didn't know who I was outside of infertility. And like, that's because that's all I thought about and all I talked about. And then when it wasn't my life anymore, I had this whole identity crisis. And, like, not that you're not going to be a mom after your yeah. kids grow up. But, like, you're still a human. And you yeah. still have, like, multi, multiple things that you're passionate about. Multiple things that you're interested in. And so, like, 
you can be that and be yeah. a mom. And like, oh, absolutely. You can, and so I love that about the podcast. And like, that's like, I again, I love listening and I love talking about like mom stuff. But like, I really love just chatting too. Yeah. And I think that's the great thing is I think all moms want to feel that way too. Yeah. And I think that the more you can focus on you as a person mm-hmm. and not just, I'm just a mom now. Yeah. Like, you are going to be a better mom. You're going to live a better life. You're going to be a happier person because you're filling your own needs and, like, the yeah. things that are going to help you just be a better person and live a happy life. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, we really just, like, love that for our podcast and the community. And we want the podcast to continually grow. But we truly can't do it without your help. And it's so much fun to podcast. Mm-hmm. And I love... When people tell me that they've listened and yes. it really, cause it's like we see the compliment. stats and we see yeah. that people listen. Yeah. But when people come up and tell me like for reals, I think I told you this, but I, I was at high fit one day and somebody turned around and saw me ran over and was like, I follow you on Instagram. Um, or no, she was like, are you Carly? And I was like, yeah. And she said, I listened to your podcast. And I was like, the fact that that's the first thing she said to me. Ah, oh, that's like the best call. It truly was. And I was like, wait. Like, everybody normally says, that's why I said it, is like, oh, like, I follow you on Instagram. Yeah. But she specifically said first, I listen to your podcast yes. every single Thursday on my way to work. Um, I was, it was like the best it's, feeling it's ever. It's euphoria, yeah, guys. It really it is. It really is. And it's like. I didn't know that I would feel so much love for podcasting. Yeah. And, like, be it's like, so please fun. rate and review because I really want to do this for the rest of my life. Like, I <laughs> but for real, love podcasting. And I love doing this. And, like, honestly, if we're being super real, if we don't, if it doesn't continue to grow, we, like, can't. Like, yeah, like, you just have, can't. Yeah. We, we have to be able to continue to grow and to, like, make it worth it for all of us. And so... We need your help, and we are just begging you. Please, <laughs> please rate and review. Uh, uh, yeah, so just like whatever platform you're listening to right now, just leave a rating and review, and Boston's going to tell you to leave a rating and review too. Can you say, leave a rating? <laughs> you going to be shy? That's okay. Do you want to just say anything on the podcast? Do you want to say I hi? I guess this is what happens when we podcast in person. Yeah. Is During we have time. little friends... Come visit. Come visit. Hey, you want to say hi? Hi. Yeah. <laughs> you joining the pod? So fun. Are you going to go play? All right, we're back. Anyhow, leave a rating and reveal. <laughs> uh, yeah, so if you guys can leave us a re- I don't even know where we're at now. We just- uh, we just want the podcast to grow. Yeah. Yeah. And, like... Also, I I feel like this side of the, the podcast doesn't get talked about very much. But, like, every time you guys leave a review or, like, tell us in person or text us or, like, DM us, like, I love listening to the podcast or whatever. We literally screenshot it and send it to each other in a text oh, message. Yeah. And we, like, talk about it for days. It just means a lot. Yeah. So. It, it, it really It really does. I think it kind of goes to show just, like, a deeper aspect of like social media in general is I think our society's gotten to a point where it's like 
everything feels almost secret in a way. Yeah. Of like you just watch people's life, but you don't talk about it. Yeah. And it's like if you're doing something cool, you don't ever tell anybody. Yeah. And I think a lot of times on social media too, it's not as social anymore. Yeah. And so you just scroll, right? You're mm-hmm. just like, oh, I know what all these people are doing, but I'm just going to scroll. And it's a lot less people are liking stuff. A lot less people are commenting on stuff. And like, that's fine. Yeah. But I think just in general, we've lost that sense of like, if somebody is doing something cool, like nobody really says that anymore. Yeah. And I think that people forget on the other side. I think it's because a lot of times they see big influencers and they're like, I don't, they don't need another like, like, I don't want to support that. Or like, they don't need another comment. They don't need me to tell them that they're doing a good job or whatever. But anybody's on that, who is on that other side, it really does make a big difference. Mm -hmm. And I think that you think about anybody doing anything, if you tell them, how cool it is that they're doing whatever or that you like something that you're doing, you compliment somebody, it really can change anybody's day. Yeah. Well, and I mean, you think about it personally. Like if somebody, you're doing something cool and then somebody's like, that is so cool. Yeah. You literally are like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank for you for sure. noticing. Yeah. Things like that. And, like, and I just think that like, it's sad that we, I feel like society's gone away from that. Yeah. So. On the flip side of that though, I, we mentioned like a couple of weeks ago that we were trying to hit a goal of a thousand podcast downloads in one, in like a 30 day period. And we like surpassed. Oh yeah. Like a bunch, which was super, super cool. Yeah. And again, we uh, talked about it for days. Yeah. So So thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, We just need to, I guess, set big goals and then they just like go way bigger than my, I thought it was going to go. So So, really, really cool. All right. Well, let's jump into some of these wedding fails and horror stories. I don't really have a horror story from our wedding. Carly lives. I just lived in a perfect world where everything perfect happens to me. (laughs) I only do horrible things to other people. AKA our last episode. So, uh, please. What is it like living as Carly? I don't know. Yeah, Carly lives Actually, I do know. A I dream life. Just kidding. Um, okay, well, that wasn't mine. So, <laughs> I mean, okay, my wedding day was great. It was wonderful. It ended up and it ended with Parker and I getting married. That's all that really mattered. <laughs> but also, it was just kind of a struggle, like throughout the whole process. Um, but to set the scene of our wedding day, we were getting married. 9 a.m. in the Salt Lake Temple. That was the first wedding of the day. And also it was January. Um, it had snowed overnight. I was already in Salt Lake because my grandma lived in Salt Lake. So I stayed at her house with my parents. Mm-hmm. And then we were just going to drive over to the temple. Parker was going to meet us there with his dad that morning. Well, the roads were so bad from the snow that Parker ended up being late. And... Like, I'm not talking, like, a couple minutes late, like, a half an hour late. And I'm, like, sitting there, and this little sweet temple worker old lady walks over to me, and she's like, sweetie, is he coming? (laughs) And I was like, he better be. Like. Yeah, you're like, oh. Yes. Yes, he's coming. Yes, but I I actually don't know. I feel very stressed about this. Like, why are you asking me that on my wedding day? I'm already stressed. So, anyway. um, Then. In the temple, so the thing about LDS temples is you have to have a recommend, which means, like, you have to be worthy. That, that, that sounds weird. You have to do certain things to get yeah. into the temple, to be able to get, go into the temple. And that re- re- requirement is for everybody. Like, 
I couldn't go to my sister's wedding because I didn't have, like, a, I hadn't gone and got my endowments out yet. So that meant that I couldn't, like, do certain things in the temple. Anywho, you can read up on it. LDS.org is a great place to find out more about temples. And you'll get better explanations. Anyway, you have to have a pass to get into the temple. And you have to have a very specific pass to, like, get married in the temple. Parker, who was late, also forgot his temple record. <laughs> So we get there, and he's like, I don't have my recommend. And I'm like, are you? You're, you're like, this me. is, like, literally the one thing you need. You're kidding me. Like, you had one job. Bring your simple recommend. Come get married. Like, that's yeah. it. So we had to, like, have, like, a private meeting with the temple president. I don't know if it's the president, but it was, like, some yeah. dude. And we, like, sat, and they, like, had to call to make sure that Parker could, like, actually get married in the temple. And, like... <laughs> It was just a mess. I remember it was funny though because his stake president, who is one of the people that like you have to have like an interview with to be able to go. Yeah. His stake president, they called him and they were like, Hey, Parker Banks is here and he forgot his recommend. Do you remember talking to him? Like, can you give us some background? And he was like, yeah. Actually, yes. And actually the funny thing is I took a picture of his recommend because I felt like I needed to. Oh my gosh, no way. Yeah, so he had, like, taken a picture of the recommend after he had, like, signed it and everything. And was like, here's his recommend. He's good to go. But they were like, well, we can't technically use that as, like, a recommend. But, like, we get it. Like, thank you. Just, anyway, apparently there's, like, a whole process for if you forget your recommend on the day that you're getting married. Because apparently it happens more often than not. So I'm sure a lot of people, yeah, I'm sure a lot of people are just... There's a lot on your mind. Yeah. And you're, you're just like, forget. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I mean, so that was, then we got married. It was all good. And then there's the story of the fish. I won't go into that because Parker and I already told that on the podcast. So if you want to hear that one, it's pretty funny. Go to episode 26, the newlywed game with our husbands. And Which is also an episode that a lot of people liked. Yes. And yeah, it, it's it's done one. really, really well. So yeah, if you haven't one. listened to that, listen to that one. And but... you'll hear the story of the fish. Yeah. And... Lots of other fun Getting things. our car decorated, and you'll, you'll know. You'll know when you get to it. It's uh, awesome. Okay, okay, well, let's dive right into these ones. So this yeah. one says, at our reception, after we did the mother, son, and father, daughter dances and cake, we had music going for people to dance to. Well, my husband told me he was going to talk to one of our buddies before he left. About 45 minutes goes by, and he's not back. All of our family had started cleaning up, and they're like, shouldn't you guys be gone? And I just said, uh, yeah, working on it. I have no idea where he went. He was still out. T- <laughs> he was still out talking to his buddies. Needless to say, I wasn't happy that he never came back in to dance with me, and I still hold a grudge about it. That's as fair. you should. That's fair. Absolutely, we, you should. Parker, that was like one of Parker's stipulations about having a reception. He was like, "I will not dance. Mm-hmm. We will not dance." And I was like, "Okay, that's fine." Yeah. But then, looking back, I'm like, "No, that's not fine." Like. <laughs> Just dance with me. It's our wedding day. It's going to happen in one day. Did you not, like, you didn't even have a dance, like, of you two? Nope. Oh, see, Kyle and I don't like dancing. So we said we didn't want dancing in our wedding. We'd have music in the background. I guess if people wanted to, they could have. Sure. Um, but we did do, like, a daddy-daughter, father-son. Mother-son. Mother-son. And then, like, him and I yeah, did, no, like, a, a dance. But that's that. Yep, it that's, is that. that's a bummer. That. Here's my other question, though. Did you want to have a, re- a reception? Yes. You like that was something that you like yes. wanted. Yes, personally. absolutely. Mm-hmm. 
The heart behind the iMom podcast is storytelling because every mom has a story to tell. I know that when I talk to my friends who are parenting and we share stories, we all end up feeling less alone and more capable of loving our kids well. You can find information everywhere on the internet. Some is bad parenting advice and some is pretty wise. We like to think there's a lot of wisdom on iMom.com and when you combine that signature wisdom with a great story, it brings parenting to life. We want a mom who's listening to see herself and her kids in these stories and rest in the confidence that she is the perfect mom for her kids. Check out the iMom podcast with new episodes every Monday. Okay, I... Any party that's going to celebrate me, I'm... (laughs) The day is about me, and we're going to make it completely about me. I will oh, be there. absolutely. Yes. yes, that's for me. But does that surprise you? No. No, but you're, you're so good. You're, I mean, it's, it's, it's okay. It's oh, party. I, I own it. wanted to elope so bad. Okay, yeah. Like, and not like elope like nobody knows we're getting married yeah. type of elope. Like, I wanted to have, like, my siblings, my parents, his parents and his siblings, and, like, that was it. Yeah. And I wanted to, like, go to Hawaii. And like have like a destination wedding and then have no reception. Okay. Yeah. Like that was my dream. Life. Yeah. And Parker was like, yeah, there's no way my mom would go for that. And I was like, oh, that's a bummer. All right. Well, if we're not going to do that. Yeah. Then I'm going to have a party. Yeah. We're having a party. <laughs> minus the dancing because we didn't dance. But uh, oh. so we're like months into planning. And one day I was just so done. And I was like, we should have just, we should just elope. Like, this is so stupid. And his mom was there. And she was like, well, you know the rule with, with eloping, right? And I was like, what rule what? is eloping? And she was like, well, you just have to invite your parents. And I was like. <laughs> You're like. I like I... looked at Parker and I was like, are you kidding me? I will kill you. Do you think he secretly just wanted to have a reception? No. Oh, he did not. No, he did not want to. Like, our wedding reception was for our parents. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. And I'm like. That really does. We should have just eloped. Dang. Uh, yeah, it's a real bummer, but here we are. And again, the only thing that matters is, like, we got married. Yeah, and, like, for sure. But still. But still, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, though, I would have been so mad. Yeah. If Kyle just left for over 45 minutes of our reception. Just to, like, talk to his friends. Yeah. You're like, like this day is not about them. Yeah. This day no, is about like me. Us spending time together. I mean, Celebrating us, our yes, wedding. Us, but me. Where are you? You're supposed to be here next to my side. Yeah. Yeah. For reals. No, really, though. That's awful. Okay, this one, short and sweet, and it says, I woke up with strep throat. Ugh. Yuck. I took all kinds of shots of essential oil and ended up kicking it somehow. Truly a miracle. Wow. That, that is, is a miracle. Yeah, for real. That is a miracle. Modern That's day miracle. crazy. All right, this one. This isn't really a wedding fail, but in hindsight, I wish I would have been more assertive about what I wanted for my own wedding. I was living out of state when I got married and living in my now husband's hometown. So my mother-in-law helped plan most of our wedding. I didn't know her very well because my husband and I only dated for a short time before getting engaged. Anyway, we were planning our wedding. I wanted to have pizza as a food. My mother-in-law insisted that we have cupcakes as the food. That's interesting. Yeah. I don't even like cupcakes, but she was paying, so she said that we at least had to have cupcakes along with our other food. Why cupcakes? That just seems like a really random. random. Yeah. Like, I thought she would have been like, no pizza, we need to do like a nice. A nice, like, people's clothes. Fish and chicken, or like, you know what I mean? Like, but like, it feels weird to be like, no pizza cupcakes yeah Yeah, you have to have cupcakes what yeah um okay she said so we had her 
Oh, let's see. Okay, so we had her favorite caterer come to do a consultation of sorts, and we talked about the flavors that we would be having and the style of toppings and frostings. I said that I wanted just white cake with buttercream frosting. My one stipulation, I did not want the poop emoji <laughs> looking <laughs> frosting look. Yeah. You know, the swirl kind. Anyway, I said that, and my mother-in-law said that that type of frosting—I cannot speak—that type of frosting was so pretty. So we had to have it. Then when I said that I only wanted white cake, she insisted oh my gosh. that we have chocolate because other people like chocolate. Neither me nor my husband like chocolate. At this point in the conversation, I checked out and was like, why don't you just decide what kind of cupcakes we have because I don't even want them. Well, we had chocolate, red velvet, and key lime Oh my gosh, cupcakes at our wedding. I don't like any of those flavors, but we got married and things are better, so I guess it all worked out. This is terrible. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Why are mother-in-laws? Why are they so weird? Like, and it's always like, I'm paying for this. So it's like this thing they like hold hold over over you. you. Yeah. And it's like, why? And also like good for you for just being like, whatever. Like I'm just done. Cause that's like kind of all you could do at that point. Like she was so insisting on everything. But then the fact that she did chocolate red velvet and key lime not even adding like not even chocolate, adding the white key lime and for. yeah like are you are you joking <laughs> yikes wow that's tough. that is yeah that's bad okay this one says the night before our wedding we couldn't find our marriage license oh, no. oh shoot our wedding was at 8 a.m the county clerk office opened the court office i bet oh yeah court office and helped us get a new one and then we didn't have cash so my husband's grandpa had to come pay for it we were late to our own wedding we got married and no one knew a thing besides our family and no we still never found it no idea where it is Whoa. the worst part i said is that i said i'll keep this you'll lose it to my husband <laughs> never live in town <laughs> that's the best part though like that's the worst because then he just folds that over your head and he's like, remember when you yeah. passed the wedding? And you're like, yes, I remember the <laughs> marriage awesome. license. All right. My dad told me minutes before my wedding, you can still change your mind. It wasn't that bad, but we got stranded at the temple while everyone was at the luncheon. My husband gave his car, his dad, his car keys to hold, and he ditched us after family pictures to head to the luncheon. When we finished, we couldn't join them and had to hitch a ride with our photographer over. You can still change your mind? Minutes before you get married? Which, like, yeah, you can, but, like, why why do you need to say that i feel like she probably knows that would have been one of those moments that i'd be like like why what? yeah like what are you what are you saying yeah what does that mean oh now i'm gosh. thinking about everything and what does that mean yeah oh that's mm. okay okay all righty that's tough okay this one says my wife and i first of all Shout out to the guy that wrote this in. We love when the guys write in. Thanks so much for being here. So this one says, My wife and I were married in the Bountiful LDS Temple. Public explanation, LDS temples require church membership to enter, so LDS marriage ceremonies are different and much smaller. There are different sizes of ceiling rooms where the marriages take place with capacity for like 20, 30, or 40 guests. Because I'm an only child, and with my wife's family all traveling from Western Canada, we booked the room for 30 people and only invited very close friends and family, and instead over-invited to the reception, which I think that's very normal. Yeah, I think so, too. Very, very normal. Um, 
It says, the night before our wedding, we were making final preparations at the reception venue when I got a call from my childhood neighbors, whom I hadn't seen in the last five years, confirming the time to be at the ceremony the next day. What? What? That's weird. Apparently, my dad had called everyone he knew to covertly invite them to the ceremony after deciding our small guest list was unacceptable. No! Didn't tell them? Didn't tell them. But also, like, when you're at your ceremony, you only have room for so many people. Yeah. Did the dad not think that through? Okay, here it goes. When we walked into the room to get married, it was worst case scenario. All of the people we actually invited were standing against the wall because all of the chairs were filled with my dad's secret (laughs) guests. No! I love that. My dad's secret guest. All of the people we cared about and all of the people who had traveled so far to be with us were stuck in the corner while we were stuck looking at an audience of people with whom we didn't even have relationships and with whom my wife didn't know at all. It wasn't the end of the world and I still still married my wonderful wife who was way out of my league, but my dad's disrespect towards us was something that forever changed our relationship. Yeah, that's hard. That's so tough. And you imagine though, if that neighbor hadn't have called him but at least they probably had like a little bit of a heads up yeah but like how like i think i would have been like dad how many how many people did you invite like oh that's awful that is bad yikes that sucks what a time okay well, that was the last one, and that was... Those were fun. That was good. Yeah, those were really good. Uh, we apologize for your awful wedding fails and yeah. horrors, but we appreciate you guys giving us all your juicy deets. We love the content, so we thank absolutely you so do. much. Um, and like we said at the beginning, be sure to leave us a rating review. If you want to follow or submit your stories, follow us on Instagram at Crip Commute Podcast. We post the story links on Mondays. And then we leave them up in our sub- submissions highlight. So check that out if you if don't you check out on Monday. Yep. All right. Tell our next commute. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of the Crib Commute Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you can be alerted when new episodes air. And be sure to rate and review so more commuters can find us. Follow us on Instagram at Crib Commute Podcast. You can also check out the show notes from each episode at cribcommutepodcast.com. Until our next commute, chat soon.